What's happening, everybody? Welcome to The Bar is Open with Beth and Greg. I'm Greg Montaigne. You'll notice I don't have Beth with me today, but I've got Crystal Cruzinga. Did yes. I say it right? Yes, you did. I've been stressing about that. I'm no, like, you really did. All right, good, good, good. I've got Crystal with me tonight, today, whatever it is, to talk about something completely different and kind of outside of my range of like, just like physical fitness and different things like that. So welcome to the show. Thank you so much. For being on, I appreciate you coming in. Um, literally, like one of the things about about uh, physical fitness and health and stuff like that is, I like to try and learn some new shit, but I don't really go like outside of like lifting weights and doing martial arts, which is kind of out of the way, yeah. right? But I wanted to bring you on because you have different experiences with like, I don't want to say physical therapy or physical like athletic training and stuff like that, yeah. right? I just use different modalities. Yeah, too. great way to put it. That's exactly it. So, um, again, thank you so much for coming on. It's awesome. We're going to talk about quite a few different things today, and we'll just kind of kick it off. So, again, real quick, as we start out, go out and check us out on Bars Open with Beth and Greg. Um, you can find us on YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, all the places, and go check all that shit out. All right. So, okay. let's get a little background on you. Okay. Okay, so... What's kind of like your education, your background? Where, how did you get into like sports training, athletic training, those sorts of things? Yeah. Um, okay. So I'll start when I was growing up first. Because cool. I think, yeah, absolutely. I think it stemmed from there because I just grew up with a bunch of guys. <laughs> I grew up with like a bunch of cousins, um, probably like eight, eight cousins that were all guys kind of my age, a little bit older. And I just was playing with them, whatever sports and stuff. So I just was interested. That's what piqued my interest, right? Okay. So in middle school, I started playing basketball. And in high school, I tried out for the basketball team, and I did not make it. Oh. Because <laughs> I didn't have much experience, so okay. I'll say that. That's fair. But it was a good thing because I think it led me exactly where I needed to be. So I ended up doing, um, they asked me to be the manager for um, the team. So oh, cool. I was, yeah. <laughs> That's fun. So I was managing basketball and then I started managing like a bunch of other teams. And then um, in high school? In high school, oh, yeah. And then I ended up, uh, I was still like working out with the teams and stuff, but mm -hmm. I ended up getting injured. And uh, we were doing like boot camp or something crazy. It was like really crazy. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I don't know. I just like strained a quad or a hamstring or something like that. And so like I went to this room and it was like athletic training room. I was like, what the heck is this? Like, right. I, so I had no idea what it was, but um, basically they took care of me. And then um, I guess um, I don't know how exactly, but they asked me if I wanted to do athletic training since I was already a manager so just yeah, on top of managing, cool. I could just also do athletic training. And so I just started learning from there. So my sophomore year in high school, that's basically. That's where, where it kicked off. Yeah, that's where I started as a student like athletic trainer. High school, I don't think I was thinking about stuff like that at all. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was skateboarding every day, doing snowboarding in the winters. And so yeah. I lived in New Hampshire. So, you know, but that was like my life. And I was just the, the work after work or after school and stuff like that. I wasn't thinking about it in that sense. You know, yeah. so that's really cool. That's a cool way to kind of get introduced to it, I guess, especially at yeah. a very young age. So probably what, like 16 or something like that, 15, yeah. 16, something mm -hmm. like that. So that's cool. Yeah. So how else, so you did that through high school? Yes. And then? So I actually got, I didn't know that I was going to do this as a living. Um, I just was kind of mentored through like my coaches and the athletic training staff there. Mm -hmm. 
And they kind of led me to that path and said, well, you could choose this because I had no idea what I was going to do. Okay. And so I was like, um, sure. And so, you know, I was already there, interested in it. I liked it because I was around sports all the time and just different sports. I did like football, soccer, uh, softball, basketball. And so I just, I loved like the dynamics, like the team dynamics and just like all of it. Okay. Um, and I wanted to kind of, you know, move away from home a little bit. I liked being at school. Let's okay. just say that. That's I was cool. just like, yeah, I enjoyed being at school. Um, so that was just another way for me to like have an outlet basically. Where'd you go to school for your I, undergrad? Undergrad? Yeah. I went to UIW. UIW? Yeah. And grad school as well. Oh, okay. So, cool. Right on. Yeah. So Would you, uh, major in? Um, athletic training. And for both, for your undergrad um, and your no, master's? So or? my, uh, bachelor's is in athletic training and then my master's is in sports management. And I chose that. I'm going to be honest real quick. I chose that because it was easier than kinesiology because there was like, you have to do sets and reps and you have to do all these sorts of things. And I was like, I have no idea what, you know, like I was just like, no, this is not for me. All right. So my undergrad, I'm in the same, like from my undergrad, I I went to Arizona State and I got a communications degree, which they actually made fun of on The Simpsons. So (laughs) totally fine. I understand that. It was like, just get the hell out of college at that point, right? No, that's awesome. So. You've got that. uh, You've got six years of experience teaching movement-based classes. Like, what is movement-based class? Like, what's a movement-based class that somebody would go take? Really, it's just. I mean, it's okay. So I was introduced to the gym like in 2015. Um, Sammy was like submission concepts and and your fitness. Yeah, your fitness 365. And I had already been doing athletic training for like three years, I believe. Okay. And um. So they asked me, like, randomly because of my background, they asked me if I could teach a class that was called Floga. And it was basically, like, not yoga because we weren't yoga certified, but it was, like, movement and, like, stretching and that sort of thing. And since I had a knowledge base, they were like, yeah, you could do this. You could teach this class. And I was like, okay. Right. So I was, I just started teaching there. Um, and then I just like from there, I just began to study and practice and train. And then I just got better and better at it and kind of just, you know, put my own spin to it. And, um, so I just use like movement and breathing. Um, I actually got more into the breathing, um, like the past few years, but yeah, I mean, that's basically what it is. It's movement and then breathing. And now I'm doing a little bit more like mindfulness mm-hmm. you know because it all is mindfulness the breathing and the movement together. paying attention to your body that's it's basically a big it thing yeah, right so that's one awareness. of the biggest parts of like that i want to talk to you about and that's kind of what got me starting to think so as one of the the things that piqued my interest and really what i like we've known each other for probably a couple of years now through the gym through yeah. submission concepts and doing jujitsu and you're a purple belt in jujitsu which is fucking pretty rad which is, <laughs> do you guys know anything about jujitsu? It's hard as shit to yeah. belt up, and it takes a long, it takes time. A long time. And it's dedication, like no shit dedication, and hours and hours and hours in the gym. So that's no small feat, right? So, um, but what I saw was just this videos you've been doing, like just posting to your Instagram, right? And it was one where you were uh, doing what, like a cold plunge, right? Mm-hmm. And I was like, all right. I got to figure this shit out. <laughs> this is a couple of weeks ago. I saw you post it. And that's really like, again, why I wanted to talk to you because I posted a video out to YouTube yesterday. That first time awesome. I ever did it. 
And I was like, oh my God, this is the worst thing ever. And then like the benefits. Okay, let me let me backtrack. Okay. Because I saw you doing it and I saw it was like, you're doing it for how long? Like 10 minutes and shit? Yeah, I started doing it 10 minutes, but then I dropped it down to like seven and a half. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Yeah. And it's like, what? How how cold was it? Forty seven or something in yours? Yeah, the coldest that I've been in is well, I've been in colder temperatures like during a Wim Hof, a uh, Wim Hof, um, what is it called? Sem- Symposium or seminar or something, or something like, like that. that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that was like thirty something degrees, but we were only in there for like maybe five minutes, minutes max or something like that. The only reason I dropped it down from ten is because I wanted a little bit more time, and like ten actually feels good to me. Okay. Um. But seven and a half, I just feel it's like, like you're dialed that, in yeah, there. Yeah, like I, I feel good because I tried 15 minutes one time. Dude, you got hyperthermia at that point. Well, it was really cold afterwards. Like I your core temperatures. Yeah, even me doing it for three and a, I, I think it was like four minutes, three and a half, four minutes. By the time I settled in, yeah. dude, my core was cold for a couple of hours. Really? Like my temperature was down. Yeah. Like my skin was still, even though it was we were out. Like I told you, we were out hanging out outside. My skin was a little cool, but my core felt cold after a few minutes. Mm -hmm. It's insane. So what got you into doing that? That specifically? um, Okay, so in college, I mean, that's a modality we use So for athletic training. So Um, I've seen, okay, so this is going to sound stupid to me, but I've seen like, what the hell is his name? What's the comedian's name? Little short black dude. Um, Super funny. Super funny. He brings people on like on... um, Kevin, Kevin Hart. Hart, thank you. <laughs> Kevin Hart brings people in, and they are they're always joking and stuff like that. He's usually got like a toe in a tub, uh, okay. you know. And um, but I've seen him do those things. Like I said, it's gonna be sound stupid, but um, you go okay. And I've seen like athletic trainers put like football players and shit like that. Yeah. But I'm like, do I do anything that's like that hardcore? But I'm beating the living yes, shit out of you. Do. Okay, so I do jujitsu, <laughs> but I'm like, does. I normally just come home and pass out and eat food and then pass out on the couch, yeah. right? And that's, but that's pretty intensive work. Yeah. So that, again, going back, sorry, I'm trying to pull up um, your graphic real quick, too. So oh, okay. This is taking a second. Um, so when I think about it, like, in those aspects, like, that, watching you do that got me into it. It got me thinking about trying it. Right. So you said it's the modality of doing it. Like that's part of that's physical how therapy. I was introduced to it. Like just cold therapy in general. Like in it's like athletic ice training. Packs and shit, but not like dunking your whole body into yeah. a tub so of ice water. There was um some research that um that showed that after post training, like jumping in an ice bath can help with recovery. But that was recently retracted. Okay. So I don't know how long ago, maybe a few years, maybe longer. But now um, it's they're showing that if you are going to do a cold therapy, like an ice bath or something, that you should wait an hour after your workout. So your body comes down a so bit. So that all the like um, inflammatory responses are settled in so that your body has all these chemical responses that are good for you, like growth hormone and stuff like that. Okay. Like all so you don't that. stop that so, basically yeah, right away? you want that process. To, to happen okay um, so it's like if you were to lift weights i mean to like i'm curling or whatever i don't want to i want to let the benefit of the right all muscle those re- okay yes. yeah and so that that's why um i can't remember where i i 
read this study, but the the study was you want to wait an hour after, or maybe I listened to it because on JRE there's this girl, um, this lady, Dr. Rhonda Patrick. Okay. I've watched like her videos a lot, like uh, religiously and over and over. Okay. Um, but basically, well, that was years ago, but so some of the knowledge is still in there, but that's like another reason why I got into like hot and cold. So I like the sauna a lot and I like cold therapies a lot too. So on your days, you call them basically like your self care days, your Sundays, which I think is awesome. I think people should really start thinking about it that like, like, so my self care kind of things, I don't really have it. Like I go out in the back, do yard work and shit like that. It's just mindful mindlessness kind of work yeah. it's, bu- it's yeah. good work it's physical work but that's like me just like i can go out back and just tinker let the dogs run around do whatever tinkering is a big deal for me but like intentionally doing and going and being mm-hmm. thoughtful about it is a different kind of thing yeah, right so like good. i've tried meditating it just does i can't <laughs> settle down like i don't stop like yeah. from the morning i get up whenever i get up in the morning to middle of the night when i go to bed like yeah. I'm doing something yeah. all the time. You're just always constant. So what made you start thinking about, okay, we'll get into the hot, cold second in a section, but in a second, but what made you like really start focusing? Is that something that's newer to you um, or have you been doing that for a while? Like being mindful and thoughtful and taking intentionally taking time to do that. Yes. Okay. So I really started to like do deep like inner work um in like 2016 I think like the beginning of 2016 because um I'll just talk about a little bit of my past I was just going down like a darker path and I didn't um really love myself and I didn't really care um I just I didn't love who I was and I knew that that wasn't who I was meant to be and so I um I got in trouble a little bit and so I yeah so um i was just like uh is this the path that i want to go down Mm -hmm. like is this what i want to do like i could potentially ruin my entire life everything you've worked your ass off yeah and which i did because it was after college and after my master's and everything so Uh, yeah i was just like what am i doing wake up call yeah it was totally a wake-up call and i was just like what the heck am i doing right now okay um so i started crazy i don't know how but I know everything happens for a reason. I, I, I Beth that. and I always say that. Like, yeah. God doesn't put certain, like, <clears throat> anything really in your way, except it, it's a challenge or whatever, yeah. right? That you can't handle kind of thing. Yes. You know what so I mean? So um, I basically started studying, because I was kind of spiritual, but I kind of tapered off mm-hmm. of it. But somehow Buddhism was introduced. Like, I, I don't know if someone introduced it to me or something, Just but I remember. Just the thought process of it. Yes, just being more mindful mindful and doing Mm -hmm. inner work. And so, like, I bought a couple of books, and I just studied it. Like, I just was studying just the culture, like, and and the religion itself, or um, if you want to call it that. And it was just, like, deep inner work, and it made me really think about, like, me and, like, what I was doing with my life, but also, like, how I could heal myself. Yeah, that's cool. Because that's what I what I wanted to do. I wanted to heal because I knew I wasn't happy with who I was and I needed to change that. So how am I going to change that? Okay. So that's basically. So that got you, it led you into this whole yes. space, right? Yes. The mindfulness, the thoughtfulness. So you start getting into, uh, like you said, just the cold training, the hot, the, when did you get into jujitsu, by the way? 
2015. Okay, so right around the same time? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, the end, it was in August of 2015, so towards the end. Okay. Ish. So yeah. that's really where, I don't want to say that's, but around that 15, 16 timeframes where like all of this almost kicked off, like this whole kind of new yeah. opening okay. up, different type of experience, right? I mean, okay, again, a little personal, but I was miserable. Okay. Like, I was literally miserable. I remember spending, I think it was Just my like 25th. depressed, everything. Super depressed. Like, my, my 25th birthday, I literally was sitting at a bar by myself. Like, like, what? Like, there's no one. Like, I felt like I had no one. Which wasn't the truth, but it you was. You do that to yourself a little bit. Yes. Yeah. You yes, isolate like, yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, totally. So I was just, like, super depressed. So I think that's when, like, Sammy, my cousin, um, he introduced me to jujitsu because he saw, like, my life was kind of, like, chaotic. Yeah, and, like, I wasn't happy. I didn't know he was your cousin. Shut up. Are you serious? Oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah, he's my cousin. Yeah, he's one of the boys that was, like, in my life. I didn't know that. What? I had no idea. That is insane. (laughs) Okay. Well, yes, he's That's my cool. cousin. So, um, so he introduced me um, to jujitsu, and I I had already like when I was in um, when I was a kid, I did karate, and yeah. then when I was in college, I did a little bit of MMA, and I liked it. But my favorite part was the grappling part. Okay, and That's... so yeah. yeah, and so that's exactly what he introduced me to, and I was like, I love this. Like, this cool. is amazing. Yeah. So I just started. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, that's cool. So, okay, so we get we start going. You start going through that now. When let's get into the benefits of like the hot versus cold, okay. right? So I'm gonna give you my experience with the cold shit. Okay. Right. That was the first time I intentionally put my ass in a cold tub of water. Ever in my life, because I'm the type, I'm the dude that I'll take a hot shower during the summer, right? I don't like cold at all. The pool in Phoenix, we had a pool in our backyard in Phoenix. I would do this like fun little goofy thing, like the first, like in spring or in like it would be like February, March. I'd jump in the pool, swim from one end to the other, and it would be like it's like 65 degrees, six degree water, and that's the coldest. The pool's normally like 90, which is perfect, right? So yesterday, I I uh. Like I said, I posted the video on it. All of like the anxiety, there was a, I was anxious as shit getting into that thing. I was like, do I want to do this? Do I want to do this? Do I want it? And I, I got that you, so I bought a 20 pound bag of ice Threw that. And you're like, that's not nearly enough. And I was like, (laughs) so it was cold. And then I went, there's no ice in it. It all melted. And I was like, I'm putting it on video. I was like, nobody's gonna believe this is cold water. So I went and got the rest of the ice out of my ice box uh, the, in the refrigerator or the freezer. Prove that dumped it in there, there, right? And I was like, I had the bag of ice. Um, but yeah, it so you go through like all of these different layers of like, right, you get your feet in there. All of a sudden I started shaking. Cause it was up to like maybe my mid-calf, right? And I was like, all right, all right, all right, I settle down. So Wim Hof breathing. I started with that. We'll talk about that in just a minute. Um I did that for, it was like a 10 minute session before, like where you're looping your breaths. And I talk about that just real quickly while I'm in the water trying not to die. Um, <laughs> so I, I basically just kind of worked my way in and I slipped at one point. And I was like, well, there goes that, yeah, right? I'm yeah, in. I, <laughs> and I was like, shit, <laughs> right? Um, but literally your body goes through like this change. Like I was freezing cold and all of a sudden I wasn't like Within 30 seconds, my hands were frozen and then they weren't. Yeah. Like this, they almost feel warm. Yeah. It's the, that's where like this, 
and you could feel it was just the weirdest thing. And then when I was finally able to get like past my armpits and get down in, and I was like, I couldn't bring myself to get my head under yet. But okay, so you go for that. I did like four minutes, got out, and it literally is exhilarating. Yes. Like your body is buzzing. Yes. And it's crazy. So that benefit, but I haven't done the hot, like going from hot. And I know you've done, you do like sauna mm-hmm. and then that. So I've done sauna on its own or even like, you know, steam rooms and different things like that. Mm-hmm. So what's the benefit of like doing the hot part? Um, so there and then we're going back and forth, I guess. Like yeah. Doing hot so cold. hot and cold is contrast therapy. And there is a big benefit doing that. Um, because when you get into the heat, you have vasodilation. So, like, your so blood vessels. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the blood vessels, like, open up. So, that okay. blood flow, like, increases and oxygen increases and, like, all these different nutrients increase, right? Okay. Um, and then when you get into cold water, it's vasoconstriction. So, it closes. Okay. And then, so, with vasodilation, your body wants to cool itself. So, it's trying to to cool, right? So, your core temperature, what it's trying to do is it's trying to um, so that's cool you down. that's a sweat response, yeah. those sorts and of things. And then, with, like, um, the cold, um, your body is trying to warm itself up. And so, like, your vital organs. Everything goes back yeah, to your core, yes, right? Yeah. And so, and then the body just tries to warm itself. So, that's why there's so much, like, it's red, right? Yeah. Just tingly of- red. Yeah, Ugh, there, there's all sorts of sensei. It's just different. Yeah, so that that mechanism itself, so like going from it's called contrast therapy, like mm-hmm. doing hot, cold, hot, cold. It it puts you through like almost like um a pumping mechanism for like the lymphatic system, which helps okay. with like recovery. So um, if you have vasodilation, then you have vasoconstriction. It's like a pumping mechanism, and you're right? just triggering those responses yeah, back and trigger forth. trigger those responses so you get like a bunch of blood flow to the area and then you uh, close it and it cl- it's closed off and then you get like a massive um, amount of blood flow again and then it closes off. Okay. So there's just like the nutrients that come like it, it's beneficial to you, right? All those chemicals and stuff. Are- that flow back and forth. That's an yeah. interest. I never, I didn't, I never thought about that. That's, yeah. So I've never thought about that. Um, so do you, do people or have you done it where you go like, sauna tub back to sauna and back or something like that yeah when when especially like um at one point i had access to a hot tub and a cold tub okay um when i was working with um a soccer team professional soccer team yeah but um so i would go back and forth like often i would do contrast therapy um and normally I, i think i would do it like three or four times each so I just do like a few minutes in, in cold, then a few minutes in hot, then a few minutes in cold, then a few minutes in hot, and then just go back and forth and then finish in cold. Um, That's cool. Yeah. So it's it's really awesome. And it feels great. Too. So, yeah, I mean, again, I've ne- that was the thing. Like, I wish I would have had a sauna. And I know they make those little personal ones. Like, to do that, I think that would have been cool. Maybe yeah. that's something I can try next time. But I don't know how frequently. But I am kind of like, I think it might be like one of those things I do like, once a week or something, maybe just yeah. like because it literally takes three minutes in a bag of ice, yeah, right, or maybe a couple of bags of ice, whatever. Yeah. But it was really cool. So, thank you for kind of guiding me through that. Let's talk about like the Wim Hof breathing stuff. Okay, I've heard of him. If you guys don't know who Wim Hof is, just Google him. He's the crazy ass dude that like 
will go like sleep in the snow and then like he can do anything. He can hold his breath for nine hours, all the crazy stuff, right? But he can literally like control his body temperature just by breathing. And it's yeah. such a mental thing. The first time I tried it, I had a headache. I told you, this is like yeah. maybe two weeks ago. I just had like this mild headache. <clears throat> and it was the first day you sent it to me. And I went, I have one of the bedrooms back here is actually my little home workout room. That I, if I'm doing a podcast or something, I need, need to get a workout in real quick. I'll just jam it out. Went back there, did that 10 minute breathing session, which is interesting because it has you like it's basically this. <clears throat> Yeah, right, and then controlled you controlled hyperventilation. Okay, so it didn't say that. I just felt like I was hyperventilating. Yeah, um, <laughs> that's a good way to put it. It's exactly the way to put it. Um, but then you exhale and have to hold your breath on an exhale, which I've never done in my entire life. Yeah. Like normally, you go and hold your breath on the inhalation, and it almost feels like you're going to like like. I questioned, and I was laying down when I did it. first time. I was like, "Am I going to be able to breathe?" Like, because you're like. <laughs> And hold it for a minute and then hold it for a minute and a half. Yeah. I couldn't make the minute and a half. There's no way. Like on an exhalation, because I've never trained myself to do that. Yesterday, I'm probably at about like a minute, 15 seconds nice. before I'm like, I'm out of breath. I have to breathe. Like just even if it's a sneak little something, right? Yeah. So can you go, can you talk to me about like some of the Wim Hof, like I don't understand the method. I mean, I, I've watched the videos, but I don't understand like how it works from your physiology or the physical side of it yeah um like or the benefits gonna, of it i'm I guess. gonna refer a little bit to my notes yeah here, absolutely but, Go for it. Yeah. but definitely it's again it targets the autonomic nervous system which is like your fight or flight response right which is the pool thing that yes. you sent me a little note on yeah you're like so it does the same thing okay so all of these practices actually target the nervous system in that way the autonomic nervous system which is something that we apparently weren't supposed to have control of because it's it's auto, in case of you see autonomic. a snake you run right it's an you automatic know, response yeah but we can take control of it. Right. That's the thing. Once we pass the like reptilian brain, we can control we are our, our nervous system. People. We can go from a fight or flight response to a rest and Action. digest. Okay. Yeah. Um, so that's basically one of the things it does. It's controlled hyperventilation. So it's making you, it's telling your body and your mind, you are in control. Like, okay. you just put yourself in a fight or flight response. That's the hyperventilation. Right. That's but, where you see people get tunnel vision or yes, whatever. Okay. Yes, but then you come down immediately. That's the exhale. Yeah, and Hold. then you're holding, and you're, like, in this, like, super, like, zen, like, calm space. All I wanted to do is breathe. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay. can he make it? Can he make a minute and a half? I'm just waiting for Wim Hof because it's a little practice. video. <laughs> I'm like, no, just hold your breath dude you can do this that's all i was i wasn't relaxed i was trying to relax but i'm like you're out of breath i'm gonna yeah. die man i get into the like zenist modes like meditative states i've ever like as soon as i finish a wim hof exercise you're just I can, chill. boom like into a meditative state like I'm, i could see that absolutely yeah. especially you if you're tingly in a, and stuff yeah too? my finger because i was like i'm dying my, i'm yeah. out of oxygen in my body i'm not really dying you're not really because you can breathe at any minute but or any second but it's just when you force yourself, it was interesting because I really wanted to, it's, it's, again, it's training. I think it's just yeah. like with anything, it's training ourselves to be able to do something new. Like I said, you have, like, I can hold my breath for a long time. If I'm on an up inhale, it's just complete. I've never done that in my entire life. So it was just a weird kind of 
it flipped everything upside down. I have a question though. Did okay. you, when you were breathing, did you breathe from your belly or did you breathe more from your so chest? So I've done a lot of yoga. Okay. So I know like Beth. You have? Yeah, I've done a lot. Oh, okay. Beth and I used to do hot yoga all the time and we've done lots and lots of yoga. We, we had a membership at a yoga studio and all sorts of stuff. So I would do that and do Taekwondo and we'd mix them up. Um, so I'm familiar with like dragon breath and different types of breathing techniques. The breath of fire. The, yep. But I'd never done that particular type of like super fast. I mean, it's not super fast, but it's, yeah. it's continuous. Like, boom, 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 boom. Yeah. Right. And then, so I'm, I'm making a big deal because it's, it's a different way to do it, but it did give you the tingles and it warmed, it actually warms you up. Yeah. Which is interesting. Some people can feel like warm or cold or like. It warmed my, because I think it was getting a lot of, it was yeah, over oxygenate, oxygenating my mm -hmm. body compared to what I'm, my normal yeah. kind of state status or status yeah. is. It just brings a is. bunch of blood flow. And again, like all those like nutrients, mm -hmm. like, and just oxygen to your body. Right. And then. It's like, yeah. yeah. It's like you're ODing on oxygen, which is everywhere. Right. So it was really cool. So tell me, can you tell me a little bit more about the Wim Hof stuff? Yeah. Like what else? So are there other breathing techniques like that that um, you do? Or is that kind of like the main type of? So like Wim Hof is actually a version of, it's called Tumo. And Tumo okay. is like, um, a, I think it's a Buddhist or a monk's breathing technique. So it's like this ancient practice. Oh, okay. Um, and like in Tumo, there's like visualization. Like you basically like visualize like fire, like in the base of your spine and then just growing and growing and growing. But Wim Hof just didn't want to do like the religious. He just was like, the I'm going to use this. I'm going to use the technique and make it like non-religious so that it's available to everybody. Okay. So that, yeah. nope, you know what I mean? Yep. Because he saw the ben benefits. I mean, I don't know if you, you heard, like he talks about it in his book, but he was basically injected, and other people, too, were injected with E. coli. He did the techniques. Um, I think it was, I don't know if it was just I the breathing or the, the breathing and the ice. I can't remember. But they, he ridded the, they ridded the E. coli. Like, it just, like. How? With the breathing. With it, it would just, like, sent a bunch of, like, oxygen and nutrients to, like, combat the. Illness e. in his body or yeah, that bacteria. So I'll, I'll use this like when I feel like, okay, I'm like, my, I'm going in a slump or something. Like, like you're like, you got a cold coming on yeah, or, or something, something like that. Yeah. I recently I've been using it a lot too. Um, just That's to a really cool idea because like, especially with all the bullshit pandemic and all the stuff, yeah. and there's everybody's stressed out. That's another really big side uh, benefit for this, right. but just like physical fitness, right. Is it's not just like going out and training. It's also like, you know, eating the right way, doing different things, trying like breathing techniques or, you know, those. That's interesting. I never heard of that. That's really cool. Crazy. Like if you think like, okay, take vitamin D or like vitamin E or take your multivitamins and do all these sorts of things. But okay. How about just breathing? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a the, weird kind it's, of. It's a be, life force, dude. It's, it's, isn't that crazy? I had no idea. That's. I'm going to definitely look that up and yeah. watch or check that. Yeah. I'm sure there's a YouTube about it somewhere or yeah. something like that, it's, right? It's crazy, yeah. So with a lot of this, the the work that you do, just from, and I'm saying like the studies you've done, like practices and your training and all of that, like how is at the beginning or earlier we were talking about like when you were 25, you're in a different place, right? How is a lot of this 
kind of transpired into like having a happier, healthier life for you? I mean, it's kind of hard to say in a nutshell, but so, I mean, how do you use it? How do you apply this to make yourself have a happier, healthier life? So with everything, you know, there's ups and downs, there's highs, there's lows, Mm -hmm. but like lately I've been feeling more on the highs side, like, because I've been more dedicated to my practice. Okay. And I think um, it's really helped me just mentally, emotionally, physically, obviously, in so many ways, um, just become more aware of, like, myself in the moment, like, in the here and now. Okay. Because I think that's the biggest thing is, like... Being present. Right, exactly. And that's why I say in my post, I'm always like, thank you for being present. Not with me, just being present. Yeah. Because just having that presence, like, helps people just... You know, not worry about the future, not worry about the past, mm-hmm. like kind of get because everybody gets lost in all these these thoughts. And then we cause ourselves stress because we're thinking about what about this? What about that? Or what if things this, are out of your control that? in a right. lot of cases? You right. Have no control over that. We right. literally only have control of right now. Right. So let's just you be can plan here. for the future, but you can't really control the future. Right. Exactly. So like even when like little things come up um, that are that could potentially like bring me down, I've learned how to come back quicker okay um and or not even be affected by it like really just kind of be present and say, accept it move accept on accept it yeah and and just like flow basically kind of like jujitsu like when you're flowing yeah. in flow state it's just like a whole another thing i mean i love it so, that's awesome yeah. that's really cool so if you were to kind of like share i'm just gonna put you on the spot a couple okay. things like two tips for people that just can like if you're going from like okay i work out a few times a week, but I'm just going to the gym, you know, kind of like they're in a routine. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we need to break routines, right? That's why, like, I'll try, a, you know, a tournament. So I'm going to be doing my second tournament in a couple of weeks, right? Doing those sorts of things. It, it changes the dynamic of just going to jujitsu. Mm-hmm. It makes me step it up. So yeah. if you were to say to somebody that's just kind of on a routine of working out, like, what are a couple things that they could do to try and maybe adjust, shift out of a, a routine to something a little bit different. Like, is it breathing? Is it trying ropes, the crazy-ass rope things? Anything. Like, like what okay, do you think? literally anything. That are easy, even just, like, the simplest things. Yeah, okay, so um, anything that is new to you, like um, a cold shower is a really good way. I started it, doing that yeah. leading up to that thing. Yeah, so cold showers is, I mean, it'll stimulate a bunch of, like, it sends you a bunch of happy hormones and stuff. That's what most of these things do is they send all those happy um, hormones. But um, a cold shower, definitely breathing, um, some type of breathing practice. And we'll post um, something out that, between you and I, we'll post out some breathing practices. The Wim Hof one, I'll share that out as yeah. well. You definitely share it out on your channels. Yeah. And I'll I, share it out. I use a lot of, um, so like recently, or was it yesterday or the day before, I did the breathing um, exercises with the kids. And oh, I yeah, taught yeah, them. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's cool. That yeah. was cool. So basically, like I taught them, it's called box breathing, which the Navy SEALs use to keep them focused and calm in tense situations. So okay. I taught them that one. And then I taught them. We'll have them, to come back and revisit that one. Yeah. And then I also taught them the four, seven, eight. So that's basically one for like deep relaxation. And it helps with like sleep. Four, like, seven, for people eight? With, yes. 
Okay. With people with like insomnia and stuff, like this is beneficial. That's me. Like yeah. I don't sleep. Really? Yeah, I have a hard oh, time going to sleep. That would be a really good one for okay. you. Okay. It's really simple. Just real quick. It's yeah, four, it. four seconds inhale, seven seconds hold, and then eight seconds exhale. And you just repeat that like at least 10 times. 10 is a good number, but um, they saw benefits with three rounds. I the just kids? Could, yes. Really? I could, like, Did I calm them or something? Yes. I could literally feel it. It was crazy. I was just like, Like their energy oh. level just changed. Yeah. Like I felt like bliss, which was crazy because I wasn't even doing it. So I was like, like they just changed their mentality. Like everything just shifted. Yes. Now, that's really and cool. I had a kid who was like, can I stay again? <laughs> like to do it again with the, the next round. Yeah. Like, yeah, of course. But. I mean, that's cool. Yeah, All right, cool. Crazy. So we'll have to. Yeah. So again, this isn't going to be the last time we're going to talk by any means. This is the only the first. And that's why during this show, I went into a little bit of your background, a lot more of that to get to get to introduce you to, you know, or in, introduce you to everybody else. Right. Because that's one of the things. And then, you know, I have questions. There's a lot more questions that I have. And we could talk for a long time. But some of the books you brought, what can okay. you recommend as far as some some of the books Um, for I just brought a few was the oxygen advantage and i wanted to go over some of this so we can go over next time um, get a high level on it real um, quick it's basically like um using breath holds they use a lot of they talk about breath holds and nasal breathing and um basically like doing um like elevation training you don't need elevation or altitude training you can actually just hold your breath and like basically do the same thing as you would in really a, yes so is that where you see those people wearing those crazy ass masks i don't know okay i don't know about that but all <laughs> you know what I i'm know, saying like those ones that are supposed to yeah, restrict your breathing yeah. i don't know if those are good for you or not i don't either i haven't really done any studying i'm not that. talking about the pandemic masks no, i'm talking about yeah, the ones the that ones are for working out like yeah freaking darth vader ones. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you know what i mean yeah um no but literally just like Doing like a brisk walk and holding your like doing breath holds um, or you know higher intensity and breath holding and okay. then, like just using breath holds as um, a way to train yourself to basically do more with less oxygen, which is wonderful for the body because oxygen causes a lot of like free radical damage to our cells. Okay, so being able to use less oxygen is actually really beneficial to us. I didn't know that. Yeah. See, guys, that's why we're going to keep talking. We could go on for a long time. What else you got yeah. there? You got breathe. Yeah, I got breath. Or breath. Yeah, this one's really good. He talks about um, just a whole bunch of different, not just breath, like how closing your mouth, like breathing through your nose again, how okay. chewing food or chewing, um, just chewing in general is like really good for your health. Um, really? Yeah. So I like to and eat. So I, I need to. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then just his story and, like, um, about how he did, like, this study where he um, breathed through his mouth for, like, 10 days and how detrimental it was. Well, I was going to say, don't you get, like, yeah, there could be all sorts of bad so things. So bad, like, sleep apnea, like, all sorts of, like, bad things. His, his like blood pressure went bad up. Sinus, like, like, people that have blocked sinuses or uh, deviated septums can have issues, yeah. all sorts of stuff. There's a lot of good... He, he, goes through some studies and stuff too and there's a lot of good information in this book nice cool um, and we'll post again we'll post these books out yeah. we'll, we'll add some links to them but it's all it's not all breath but it's a lot about okay breath. and at the end of the book it has a bunch of breathing techniques which is why i reference this one a lot because okay. it just it has a bunch of breathing techniques in the back so i like to use this awesome as a reference and then wim hof um so basically it's his story okay and um 
Yeah. Yeah. Share that. Show that picture again. This is the crazy Iceman dude. That if you haven't, it's easy to find this guy. I, I remember seeing him on like the Discovery Channel like 20 years ago or something like that. And he was crazy like, cool. the crazy man that can dunk himself in ice and then goes running in the snow for 12 hours. I don't understand it. So, all right. So at the end of the shows, we like to, on the bar is open, we always do a feel good. So a feel good can be anything. Like just something cool for you of the day. So like my feel good of the day is having you on for the first time. <laughs> Thank you so much. So what's your feel good for the day? Honestly, my feel good is the same, like for you having me here with you and for us like being able to share this information. It's cool. To a wider I appreciate audience. you coming yeah. on. Thank you so much. Yes, so where can people find you as well? Um, I've, so, I've had your card up on this on the screen. You can't see it over there, but it's okay. going to be on. It'll be on the YouTube okay. video when we push this out um, right now. I am just on Instagram okay. um, at cruising Chris. So K-R-U-I-Z-E-N and then Chris K-R-Y-S. And then also at Mind Body Development. Nice. So, and then you can also find me at Your Fitness 365 because I teach classes now. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so if you guys are ever in the San Antonio area, you can look me up or Chris, Crystal up, and we can kind of come in, do a class, do some yeah. free shit. There's jujitsu for you can try it out for the first time. Whatever. There's a lot of yeah. it, it, the gym. I mean, between just the gym and submission concepts, there's tons of different things you can try out. Yeah. All the like your New yoga, yoga class. What so, is that? No, but I am uh, getting my it's yoga a, teacher's training. Oh, that's yeah. right. I wanted to mention that. So you're going yeah. through a 500 hour. Yes. That's insane. And it's so in depth. It's crazy. I never knew there was. How so far much. are you into it? Oh, very beginning. Okay. Like, but it's another thing. Yeah. It's kind of like one of those things. It's like yeah. it's like a master's degree in yoga. Yeah. That's exactly. awesome. So good yeah. luck with that. Thank so you. we will have you back on. We'll we'll kind of get these scheduled up, and we'll okay. we'll just do different things. So in the future ones, we'll we'll plan out like a whole one on breathing or we do a okay. whole one on whatever you want to bring in okay. um but i'm so happy that you came thank you so much for being here thank appreciate you. it everybody go check out crystal's pages i'll post them in the links as well there's all sorts of stuff if you guys have or you're interested in stuff like that in any sort of thing like that ping me you know and we'll bring it up and we'll talk about it so thank you again so much have a good one catch y'all later take care